0: Hello, this is Open-Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off-limits, and I am your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, it's Callie. Welcome back to a new episode of Open-Ended. I'm so happy that you all are here. Speaking of happiness... This whole episode is going to be about happiness and kind of what I think it entails and kind of what kind of roadblocks us or some roadblocks to our happiness. So yeah, let's get into it. I feel like today, in today's world, happiness is the type of thing that is very hard to come by. We may, we And what I mean by this is we may portray on social media, I'm going to choose my words carefully here, but we may portray on social media that we are... Really happy all the time. You know, we're hanging out with friends, we're doing all these things that make us super happy, but I think on the inside, we're all kind of at, not at our breaking points, but close. And we're all just kind of sad. And I think a lot of it comes from what's happened now and just kind of the overall consensus is we're not truly super happy anymore. Like, that's not really something that we really practice. I mean, yes, we practice it, but not in the most healthier, in the healthiest way um, we may practice being happy on social media. We may practice kind of being positive, but there, I think there's so much stigma in, you know, being that happy person and being that really positive person, which not stigma, but there's, um, a gen, I don't know if it's consensus, but there's this idea that like, it's bad to be happy or it's bad to be super positive, but I think that your mindset truly affects your mood and how happy you are. You may say like, oh, I'm such a happy person. I'm a happy person. I'm a happy person. You may say that in your brain to kind of counteract the sadness that you're feeling. But I think sometimes that works. Most of the time it doesn't work because there are certain roadblocks that can get in the way of us being happy. And that doesn't mean that we can never be happy. It just means that, you know, sometimes it's hard to be happy. I mean, everyone knows this. Like it's seen in... TV and media and all this stuff all the time. We see it where people struggle to kind of be happy and kind of have this sense of peace. And I think that's because we forget that there are so many other things tied to happiness, like peace and um, being content. We forget that those things are kind of connected or we just don't know that they're connected and we just kind of live our lives like, oh, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. But we're never going to be happy because we can't really, in my mind manifest we can manifest our way to be happy, but it's difficult. Um, I think that we truly to be happy we all kind of need to be content first and kind of be at peace where we are at that po- at this point in time and can be like, you know, this is where I'm at I'm content. I have everything that I need because we get so wrapped up in what we don't have and what we want to have in the future and our future goals that we're not truly ever really present. I mean, I get like this all the time. I'm never truly present in the moment and what I'm doing. I'm always thinking about the next thing or what I've done in the past or all this stuff. I'm never stuck here in the now. I think part of that definitely affects how happy we are. I think that when we're constantly looking in the past or the future – We can never be content or fully happy. At least that's kind of what I've gotten. And I think, too, why mental illness or just struggles with your mental health in general can definitely impact how happy we are. Because with anxiety, we're constantly looking into the future, typically. And then, or in the past, sometimes we're anxious about what we've said in the past. Or with depression, we are really, really sad about what happened in the past. Or we're going to be really, really sad about... What happen in the future but it's usually anxiety is stress about the future and then depression is the past um but yeah that's why it's so at least in my mind why it's so hard for us to kind of get out of that rut of being super just not happy and just unsatisfied where we are because a we constantly compare ourselves on social media whether we think it or not and we're very critical I I've definitely noticed that we become super, super critical on social media, especially in the last couple of years. Um, And we just, we've, our heads are never fully present. Um, And we can say as much as we want, I'm a happy person. I'm a happy person. You can always think of yourself as a happy person, but the more you actually think about it internally, the less happy you realize you are. I've totally seen that because Let's face it we can all we can convince ourselves that we're happy and that we like where we' are in our lives, but it really deep down we're not we know we're unsatisfied, we know we're in a point where we're not content, we're not feeling happy because we always realize what we could have done better or what we can do better in the future. We're never really stuck here, and I definitely found that especially in American culture, we're never in the present unless we're doing something that is societally or culturally. Like, yes, you can be in the present, like hanging out with people or doing your job. Even then you're thinking about other things when you're doing your job or at school. You're never fully present. I think when we're fully present is when we're with other people a lot of the time. Um, And whether that's because of isolation or just being with other people makes us kind of happy about where we are at our point in time because we forget about all those things. I think it's just so much of being happy is being present, and I think so much of being present is being content and satisfied, because I truly believe that we can think that we're on to better things, but still be content in the moment. We can realize, yes, we're at a good place, but I'm not where I want to be, and that's okay. I will get there. And I'm content with where I am because I know I'll be at a different place, but I'm still satisfied with where I'm at. I know I'm going to change, but that's okay, and I want that for myself. I think that is—it's a fin, it's a fine line too. It's so much easier said than done. I struggle with this on a daily basis, but what I've kind of realized is that we kind of need to be with okay with where we're at, and then we need to realize okay, if I want to change, I need to make steps that are different. And yes. You grow when you're uncomfortable, but I think if you want to be happy while you're growing, you need to take it in baby steps or just make it in a way where you know the growth is going to happen if you rely on the process. Because I think there's this narrative that growth is painful and that it hurts and that it always will cause us to be unhappy. But I'm thinking, why do we want growth so much if we're going to be unhappy all the time? Like, yes, the end result is good, but if we're not going to enjoy the process, then then it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know, if, I don't know if it's worth it. Like, I'm going to be honest here. If it's going to be uncomfortable, well, yes, that is valuable and that helps us grow our mental toughness, and which I think is super, super important. If the process, if at least one aspect of the process isn't going to make you feel somewhat positive, I don't know if it's worth it. At least for me. Like, you know, if like, let's say you're running a marathon. Okay. Like I'm being really literal here, but let's say you're running a marathon and you know that some parts of the run are going to be great because it's the process you're thinking of. Okay. Some parts of the run are going to be horrible, but then other parts are going to be amazing. I'm going to be on that runner's high. And then when I'm it, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be at the, on the top of the world and I think that's how we compare growth some of the times too is because we realize we think that the entire part of the run, so to speak, is going to be horrible and that it's going to be painful. But I think we realize that some of the run needs to be happy too and that some of it needs needs to be positive feelings and that our mood actually fluctuates. And then that also gets into... When you get to that full, that ending point, there's always going to be more growth to do. Growth is continuous. It keeps happening. So I guess what I'm kind of getting at is finding happiness in the mundane is super important. And I know I probably made not a lot of sense in this episode, but that's okay. Um, But I think trusting the process and being happy in at least one process is one aspect of the process is super, super important. Um, because happiness, what is happiness if you can't like grow from it? I don't know. That did not make any sense, but I think if we want to be happy, we can take steps to be happy, but it's difficult. Um, it's being normalizing that idea and going against the grain of what we're constantly told of being that we can't really be happy in this life, in that we need to be constantly working and constantly grinding. And well yes, pe- a lot of people will be happy when they're in that process, I think a lot of us aren't. And because we're working for something that we realize we'll never have, or when we have it, we'll never be fully satisfied. It's that idea, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but on the pod- podcast, but the idea of the hedonic treadmill. And I think the more we run, the faster it goes, but we're still unhappy. We're not satisfied. And I think that's so ingrained into our brains, into what society tells us to do, that it's just, we're not happy. I think the United States, um, statistically is one of the least happiest countries in the world. I'm pretty sure, um, not one of the least, but we're not very, we're not a very happy country, I guess you can compare it to other countries, but I think that happiness that the reason why we're so unhappy is we follow that idea of a, of a hedonic treadmill to a T. And you see it in adults all the time. They're not happy with their job. They're not happy with the way their life is going. They have regrets. And they're at this point at the end, when they get to the end of their life and they're like, I didn't really do any, do a lot of things that made me happy. I did what I was told to do and that should have made me happy, but it didn't. It didn't make me feel content or satisfied. I think we're constantly told, okay, you're going to go to school and then you're going to graduate college and then you're going to find a job and then work a little bit and then get a family and then raise the family, go back to work, continue working, retire. And then you have this period from retirement until the time you die where you just, what do you do? You sit at home and do nothing or you find hobbies or you hang out with your friends. Is that the only time that we can ever really be happy? Is that one period of, I don't know. 10 15 years where we can truly be happy because we've made our money and we've earned our way to happiness is that really living like that's what I'm so kind of stuck on is we're working for the majority of our lives and something that we hate to be happy for the last seventh of our lives or eighth of our lives like no that seems like it sucks like We work our butts off, but we're not happy when we're doing it. And the time we can be happy, we're never really happy because we realized it wasn't worth it. And I think that's what we, what a lot of us need to realize is that if we're not in something that we love, we can change it. Yeah, like, yes, most of us will need to work and we'll need to be like unhappy for part of it. But I think to be. To be fully, like, live a life with no regrets, I think we need to be a little bit, not impulsive, but I guess impulsive, but we need to be like that and kind of do things that bring us joy and find something that makes us happy because I know that I won't be happy as an accountant, but for other people, that'll make them super happy because they love working with numbers and it brings them joy. I know there's, like, at least one person who will love having a business job and doing everything that they're told to do. And they love that. They're fully satisfied. They have no regrets when it comes to the end of their life. And that's great. They, they, they're, they're told what they, have they follow what they've been told to do or what they've, what has been, what they've kind of been influenced to do. And that's okay. If that makes them happy, good for them, because that probably won't make a lot of us happy. Um, but if we seek out maybe that more unusual job or something that Or we have that typical job, but we like are able to do things on the weekends that make us happy. Or after work that make us happy. I think that's where it's worth it. That's where we're like, okay, yes, I did things that I didn't like, but that was so I could do other things that made me happy. And I don't have any regrets. I'm happy in that moment because of that. And to be honest with you, it is very hard to be happy in this day and age. There are constantly things, there are roadblocks, there are things like... I've said, I think I said this earlier, but mental health issues, it always, they constantly make us feel unhappy. Um, and I saw this in a TikTok or something like that, but the video said something like mental illness constantly tells us that we are alone in our struggle and that we're the only one wrestling with it. When in reality, there are millions of other people that are that have mental illness that are diagnosed and there are probably millions of other people that aren't diagnosed but still struggle. I truly think that so many people struggle with it. They just either don't want to say that they're struggling or they are struggling or they're in silence or they get help but they never fully, it's not the help that they need. Um, Such so as like a main roadblock, I guess. But I think... And to that, there are other things that can even make us more unhappy, like there are inequities and there are all these things. And, of course, we're never fully going to solve. There's not one quick Band-Aid solution because, as we've learned, historically, Band-Aid solutions do not work. It truly needs to come from the ground up, and I truly believe that. Anyway, that's another episode. Um, Yeah, I think that when there are inequities and there are certain roadblocks that other people have to their happiness that other people that people that are not like them don't have. I think that's hard too. Like financially or financially, if you, you, we can say, oh, find a job that you like and that pays and that can pay the bills. Well, for a lot of people, they don't like their job, but they do it because it pays the bills and it helps other people. And they realize that they'll be happy when they have enough money for X, Y, Z. Um, and it, it's horrible. It's like this person works all their life in a job that they hate. To provide for their family. And they're not happy. They never fully got to ever do what they wanted. Because they're in such a. Not bad but. And un, not unfavorable favorable either. But they're just in an economic situation. That wasn't. Very stable. And it sucks. Because there are so many people. That could be. Very content with their lives. But there are systemically. Things that constantly draws back to not being happy and I wish that it could be that way that everyone is happy and that there isn't anything in our way but I think those obstacles when we can at least individually fight against them and conquer them in a way I think that is where the growth happening happens because yes happiness is somewhat fleeting but I think when we fully have to experience some of the bad it can make us experience some of the happiness so much more I know that I totally am contradicting myself but I think when we realize that we have to be uncomfortable sometimes to truly value happiness and contentment and satiety I think that that's the word yeah that just it means the world I mean if if you're a depressed person Or anxious person, and you have been in a period where you feel bad, and then you're coming into a period where you're feeling really good. Even if it's in the mundane things, that feels feels pretty freaking good. Like it feels amazing to just not have those hanging over your head and almost weighing you down. Like you try to take a deep breath, and you're constantly feel like you're being weighed down. I take a deep breath there I wasn't actually like I did that for effect but um yeah I think it just it feels even if it's the most mundane thing ever it feels euphoric to be happy or just have something give us joy because we've been in that period of just being stuck and being unhappy and to feel good again even if it's just for a short time it's like nothing else can compare to that because nothing else can. And it's true. Nothing can, I don't think, compares to when you're feeling euphoric and you're truly happy and you're in the moment and you're present. Nope nothing compares to that. And there are a few select times when we truly feel that. And I think it's super fleeting. Yes, we feel it mostly when we're young, but... It makes us think, well, what happens when we're older and we don't have those events? We definitely have them, but they're few and far between. That's at least what people think happens. But I think to truly live a good life, we need to have more of those moments. And whether that's, you know, quitting the job that we hate or doing something that is a complete overhaul of what we think we should do, I think just living. And trying to be present as much as possible is all we can really ever do. And whether for us that struggle with our mental health, whether that's you know, going to therapy or taking medication or doing anything to make those more present and allowing us to be more present, or that's just figuring out what makes us happy and finding those passions in life that makes us happy. I think happiness is a lot of people's end goals in life. And the reason why I think they're so far between and so many are fleeting, that didn't make sense, but there are so few of them is because we're constantly doing what we think we should do and not what we actually want to do. And of course we need to be realistic, but even if it's just finding one thing like that we like to do on the weekends that makes us happy, I think that is valuable and worth it. Because if we're truly doing it and we're working all the time and doing something that will never make us feel fulfilled, I don't think that we'll look back on our life and be like, yes, I made an impact. I did something that made me happy or I did something that made me feel fulfilled. I think the first step to feeling happy, in fact, is to feel fulfilled and to feel like where we have, we're fulfilling our purpose, whatever that may be and we may not know it now we may never know we may only know when when we die or when we're dying but i think just feeling fulfilled is everything and trying to find where we can be fulfilled is super important so at least for me i'm trying i'm still trying to figure that out and maybe i'll never figure it out but and maybe for some people that's teaching and yeah you don't make a lot of money but There are other ways that you can, you know, make money and live and kind of build a life for yourself where you are incredibly fulfilled and you're doing something that makes you happy and that makes you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose in life. And to me, that's worth it because sometimes it isn't about the money. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the money and the financial aspects and all these things, but and yes, I understand that this is a very privileged point of view or perspective or just idea in general. But I think that if we have the me- the means to do so, to feel fulfilled, I think that that's worth it. And trying to help others feel the same way is super important as well. I think the more we can push being more fulfilled rather than doing what we're told to do, that's what has meaning. And that is what's going to make more people feel better. And I think helping people feel good is super important. I think when we see other people feeling good, that makes us feel better. And I think making, having just the collective group of people that feel better, it just, it has the power to make just good things happen. I mean, nobody wants the negative to happen. I mean, at least they hope not, but I think the more we can kind of push feeling better as opposed to really falling into that pessimistic attitude is really important. I know I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but it is so easy for all of us to become less happy and to fall into that pessimistic, not lazy, but kind of like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit there. Life sucks. Almost nihilistic if you're, if you know about nihilism in any way. Um, it's very pessimistic, nihilistic, kind of just like, Oh, I don't mean anything da kind of being like, not paying yourself, but kind of being down. It is so easy to do that, especially now, because let's be honest here. Some things about life just suck. Like there's just always going to be things that are like that. But anyway, back to what I was saying, but it is so much more difficult to kind of go against the grain and try to be happy or try to be positive. And the more we can kind of push against that and guess it will be hard. um, I think that that's worth it to try to make people feel better Um, because there's also, I think this idea that is kind of thrown out or thrown around a little bit is that idea that there's pain in happiness and there's suffering in happiness And while I don't think there's pain or suffering in that emotion in itself, I think that sometimes that can contribute to make us feeling better. Because if we have to suffer through something to make ourselves feel happy, is it worth it? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, I think sometimes there is pain before or after being happy. And that is what kind of hurts us. Um, Because I think it was in a... Florence and the Machine song. It was like happiness. It hurts. I think that's the line. But I think yes, sometimes it can be painful to realize that we were so happy in that one moment and we had no idea what was coming to us, and just these all these bad things just hit us like a truck. I think we realize that innocence and that really ignorance is bliss when we don't know things. We truly are more happy. But I think. Um, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here but I think being happy part of it when we look back on times we were really happy we just didn't know what was hitting us and we just will never realize what's about to hit us when we're happy because we're so present and we wish we could and looking back in retrospect we wish we could be that happy Um, but we just we can't be that way sometimes and it just it sucks. So and I know throughout this whole episode I sound naive like I know a lot of these things are easier said than done but I think getting it out there is really important and I know I haven't learned everything about what it means to be an adult or in the real world world or being realistic but I think when we're naive it allows for the most growth and I think that that's really powerful that when we're naive we can grow a lot more than people that have more developed than us. So I think the more we can act like kids, the better we are. I mean, that sounds terrible, but that's actually that's not what I meant to say. But the more we can kind of lean into being naive, the more we can kind of have room to make mistakes and kind of try to figure it out more. And I think that's the more opportunities to give ourselves grace and to kind of be a little more compassionate is when we're kind of realizing that, yeah, we can, We there's times where we can be a little naive. There are times when we can kind of make mistakes and learn from them and kind of grow because we're truly never done growing and we're truly never at that point where we're fully, fully happy for in, for years and years and years because there's always something that's going to hit us and there's always going to be something in the way. But I think just trying our best to live our lives being fulfilled or at least trying to be fulfilled is really where it's at and like I said I know I sound naive and I haven't learned it till it yet and but this is just kind of where I'm at um and I'll definitely probably put up an update or something like that because I know I have so much more to learn but that's kind of, this is kind of what my opinion is now and yeah it may seem like my head's in the clouds and I'm super naive and then I'm very idealistic but I truly do think that being fulfilled is super important and finding our purpose is what really helps us be happy is because when we don't have our purpose or at least what we know what we can do to make ourselves feel better even just something figuring out our passions in life helps us so much more than not knowing our passions and not knowing something that makes us feel fulfilled because purpose I'm gonna be honest here isn't everything purpose isn't everything but if we can truly feel fulfilled or at least find things that we're passionate about, I think that's where it's at and that's where we can truly be happy and be content is where we're being like, you know what? I feel fulfilled in what I'm doing, so I'm content because I think that's a big thing is just trying to feel fulfilled because there are so little things that can make us feel content and I think trying to figure out what makes what our passions are and kind of drive us to be the people that we want to be and the people that we need to be are super important. So yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm going to leave us. And I know I'm probably going to update, do my more updates on this topic because I find it fascinating and probably do a little more research on happiness and stuff. Um, but yeah, I found this topic to be really interesting. Um, so I hope you enjoyed my little spiel on happiness. Um, I'm going to be coming back next week with a new episode. I'm potentially going to do one also another episode midweek as well. Um, but we we shall see. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. If you want to contact me on the podcast, it's open-ended pod, all lowercase, no spaces or dots or dashes. Um, So if you have any ideas about podcast episodes or want to contact me further, please contact me on there. And I hope you have a great day, week, month, or year. Okay, bye guys. See you guys next week.